Hello, Australia. Konnichiwa, Australia. Welcome to Dodging Armageddon. Dodging Armageddon. To. Welcome to Tokyo 2020. Now, even bigger and better in 2021. Let's cross over to two Aussies camped on the business end of a chopstick, poised to take the gold medal plunge into the miso soup. It's rampaging Roy Slaven and HG Nelson. Are you there, HG? Yes, TF Much, Ico and Ryden locked down in the Dodging Armageddon soundproof booth in ABC Grandstand Tokyo HQ. They're in there by themselves. You can hear and feel the great excitement that is sweeping Olympic Central in their opening spray. Australia, welcome to Tokyo, where the shower on the top of the cistern is golden. HG Nelson opening the dig on the dodge for another, another Olympic Games. Overnight highlight, well, I couldn't go past it. I know many Australians can't as well. The news that our Ollie Roos, that is the green and gold Ollie Roos, that is the Graham Arnold polished Ollie Roos, have blown the group of death wide open with a big win over Argentina, the tune to block. And now let's get up to the plate, a man, and let him have a swing who has made the Olympics his own and his home for the past four decades. That man is rampaging Roy Slavin. Uh, Roy, what highlights caught your eye since you've lobbed Teesside Shintaro? Yes, konnichiwa, uh, HG. And fabulous to be in Tokyo again. I've always loved Tokyo. I love the Tokyo people. I love the Tokyo vibe. And like you, I was terribly excited last night with the way the uh, Ollie Roos handled themselves. I bumped into Andrew Hoy this morning, H.G. I think you walked past us while I was talking to him. Mm-hmm. He's devastated at the moment. Remember Andrew Hoy? This is his eighth game. I know. It is astonishing. What an astonishing, outstanding Australian Andrew Hoy is. And more about Andrew Hoy later, I'm sure. He was devastated because he is more excited by a team medal than he is individual medals. That's what makes him an extraordinary Australian. Outstanding. It appears, yes, outstanding. Yeah, I know you said It appears yeah. that uh, that's blown out of the water. Um, our show jumper has uh, been busted or pinged for what appears to be traces of cocaine in the system. I don't believe a word of it. Um, we'll look at the science of it perhaps a little bit later on. I'm sure his B sample will prove negative. Mm-hmm. However, on the uh, hard on the heels of that, uh, one of our horses was not into put, put into quarantine um, correctly or uh, for a long enough duration and has therefore been eliminated and this has blown our chances of a team medal at this stage, it would seem, out of the water. Andrew Hoy is devastated. But as they say here in Japan, Australia, seiko! Dodging Armageddon recognises the Aussie spirit forged in Anzac tempered in Kokoda and blessed with fairness, a will to succeed and respect for decency. Now, the opening ceremony awaits us, Roy. Uh, Obviously, uh, I know I'm very nervous. I'm nervous for the whole Japanese experience. Remember, this is going to be without a crowd. Uh, For the first time ever in the history of the Games, no-one will be watching. Well, that's not quite true. As I understand it, our Minister of Sport, Big Dick Colbeck, who is a riot in the right context, Uh, Anastasia Palaszczuk, who herself is a riot wherever she goes, and John Coates will be watching. They're the only people who will be watching the opening ceremony tonight. Now, can I ask, especially on the back of Coates' comments yesterday about what the opening ceremony is yes. can you take us through what it means to you and yeah. what it stands for, say, yeah. in a culture like Japan or, oh, you know, in Japanese yeah. culture? It's very hard to get your head around really, HG. Um, 
You've got to look at the history, I suppose, of the opening ceremony. Um, it began, of course, in Athens, uh, the opening ceremony in, the, in those days. Uh, all would gather, all the athletes from all over the land uh, would gather uh, before the emperor and uh, they would swear uh, an oath of sportsmanship. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was about. And then there would be a cultural reading of usually a, a couple of poems, uh, maybe a, a short excerpt from one of the great plays in the Greek canon. Mm-hmm. And that was handed on then in the beginning of the 20th century, HG, when the games were reconstructed and the opening ceremony beca- became more and more important. It became an expression of culture. Yes. Uh, you'll, for, you'll recall going back to, gee, 20 years ago in Sydney, the Australian culture was was so much exposed. I know the Victor Moa, the, the Victor Moas, yes, the, yeah, the, the man from Stowey River. No, no, incredible. The Brumbies, when those Brumbies well, came out, I just couldn't believe. I it. still get a thrill. You know, the just hair still go off the back of my neck whenever I think about that. Mm. Well, it's going to be the same for the Japanese. Um, the, there will be uh, a nodding to the fact that it is the oldest monarchy in the world that dates back to, I think it's 660 BC, Mm -hmm. HG. Uh, Very much a matriarchal society. It's been handed on from father to son, father to son, father to son, father to son for all that time, uh, ending up with the the emperor we have at the moment, which is... He's a terrific bloke. Naruhitu. Yes, I I haven't met him. No, I had a cup of tea with him. Did you? It was Earl Grey and I had to vomit. Yes. Uh, So what happened was that he... He took this on board as being a sort of expression of cultural Australianness, yes, and good. I didn't dis- disabuse him. No, 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 no. Uh, but no, he's a terrific bloke. Terrific bloke. Uh, well, he, that's, I'm glad to know. I'm, yeah. I'm glad because there was some shadow of a doubt when the last emperor I know, retired a, early. I know. I know. Which is not, not right. the done thing. I oh, know, it didn't look right. Normally they've got, to leave, well they've got to leave from a horizontal position in bed. That's, that's when they normally go. But oh no, not this bloke. Had to swan off to the golf course. However, there will be, HG, in the opening ceremony tonight, there will be a reference to the Japanese Kabuki theatre, uh-huh. which is always a little bit on, a bit standoffish. It doesn't no, really relate no. to it all that well, but I can appreciate the skill. Yeah, the skill. The same with the No Theatre, which yeah. I, I think you're happier with than the Kabuki. Yeah, I like the white face. You do? Mm. You love the white mm. face? Yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. the zinc, I yeah. love it. It's, it well, it's, it's very difficult for Westerners to get away with that sort of act. Uh, <laughs> But uh, but the so, Japanese do it definitely. And minimal, minimal. Um, it's a raped in, garden in yes, the theatre. that's right. Perfectly right. There will be the March of the Samurai HG, which I always I know, enjoy. Yeah. I don't know how many there will be, possibly two or three hundred thousand uh, samurai will be wandering through and in full have, kilt. And will they have bands in between, you know? I, I wouldn't have thought so. No, no. the samurai and samurai... March silent. They march in absolute silence, HG. All you can hear, as they say, is the brush of the sandal. Oh. On the sand. The brush of the sandal on the sand. There'll be the march of the ninjas. Oh. There'll be a little bit of... <laughs> as they go past. Mm-hmm. There'll be only be several thousand of them. Do they bring their own uh, dress up? Oh, yeah, they'll come yeah. fully kitted. Yeah, yeah somewhere somewhere in black, you know, the Egan ninjas, the Kogan ninjas, the Phantom ninjas, the whole lot. They'll all be there. There'll be the march, march of the geishas. Oh. Which is always slow because of the footwear, HG. Oh, no. It's very difficult, especially with they'll, they'll be on uh, the wooden, uh, yes, the wooden elevated yes, and shoes. you've got to make sure that your shoe doesn't slip between a couple of rocks or slip on the sand or any of that. They've got to be very, very careful the way they walk. And then there will be the the dance of the tea ceremony. Mm-hmm. 
uh, which they take very, very seriously. Oh, yeah, no, you've got to be the, quiet. Now. You've got to be very quiet. I hope Coach knows this. I hope he does too. And uh, then the, uh, the uh, Emperor, I'm assuming, will be brought in uh, with a sedan chair mm-hmm. and that will bring about the... The, the closing of the ceremony. And is this something that uh, people in Japan would think would be our mm. way of saying welcome to our country? Yes. Or indicating to them mm. that our history goes a bit beyond, um, say, oh, I don't know, the uh, Hyundai. Yes. Uh, that's Korean, of course. I mean, Toyota. Toyota, yeah. Well, it wouldn't surprise me, HG, if there was the parade of the Toyota crowns. <laughs> and, Four or five hundred. <laughs> yes, and the, and the Corollas. Uh, right. Yeah, so, so right. You, you might get a little bit of that. Would you get the Land Cruiser? And the Mitsubishis, of course. The Mitsubishis, oh, Mitsubishis will come Mitsubishi. in. And there'll be a couple of Mitsubishis, the Mitsubishi fly past oh, yeah, no, uh, as well. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I, look, I, I don't know. I, look, I sort of know what to expect, mm-hmm. but I know I'm going to be surprised. You will be. You certainly will be. Yeah. And are, are you thinking that somehow in all of this, mm. the, what would I call it, the the dumb show that was part of the... Announcement of Brisbane Games, especially the byplay between Coetzee and Anastasia yes. Palaszczuk, will be forgotten, or yes. will this be reared up, inflamed by what we see tonight? I know it's a hard question because she's watching is. people in the stands, sitting there, socially distanced. One will be in the east quarter, one will be in the west quarter, one will be in the north, and so on. So they won't be able to communicate no. except by phone. No. Uh, and um, I'm just wondering if the Japanese have prepared yeah. something just for them. Well, I, I, I don't think so. I think it would be a little bit beneath them to dwell too much upon what, what they would see as a bit of a domestic dispute. Stink happening uh, between uh, the Premier and uh, the AOC heavyweight. Um, and I know there have been calls, and I've heard them, there were whispers, whispers and now they're shouts, for John Coates to be referred to as His Excellency. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a pretty strong case being mounted for that now, HG. And I know he can see, look, we know him very well. Mm-hmm. He can see him patronising. He can see him as if he's talking down to you. But that comes with the turf. He's the AOC president. I know. Yeah. I know. He's president. AOC vice president. Yes. He's yes. almost and at for, his excellency. Exactly. Trevor. Exactly. Exactly. So for this two weeks, he's the second most powerful person on the planet. Dodging Armageddon presents popular Japanese sayings. Child of a frog is a frog. And the village, Roy. I mean, uh, this uh, village they built here. Uh, what's great? There's two great things about it. Is um, all the Australians are together. Yeah. There's no one else around because of social distancing. Mm-hmm. And all the Australians are finding that they have a lot in common. Say the pole vaulters with the basketballers, with the uh, skateboarders, and so on. It's a great coming together and meeting in a sports central in a way that I haven't experienced yes. at an Olympic Games before. Yeah. Uh, partly due to the COVID problems. Mm-hmm. Now, how have you seen the village? Yeah. Have you seen? People who obviously you've encountered in your walks, officials and so on, there are other sporting people who you haven't seen for a while. Sure. And how are they relating to it? Look, uh, it's, it's been difficult, very trying circumstances, HG, as you well know, uh, in lockdown as we are. Uh, we haven't been able to uh, revisit any of our haunts uh, in Tokyo itself. Where from other trips here. From other trips we've had here, Um so many friends that we've wanted to catch up with and we haven't been able to. It just hasn't been practical. Uh, 
It is a strange games in that sense, HG. And I think back to, in, again, in Sydney in 2000, the remarkable village we had there in Newington, which set the, was the gold standard for the world. Now, I look at where our athletes are and I ask myself, is this Newington? Well, no, it's not. Uh, would anyone want to move in here and live here after the athletes vacate? No, they wouldn't. Uh, I, I, it's just not, not, it's not the quality I was expecting, HG. A lot of the furniture's cardboard. Now, um, but we're uh, in the home of origami, Roy. I know. You, I know you can fold a bit of paper better than anybody else I've seen, yeah. and you've created great furniture with it. But yeah. are you convinced that, the cardboard bin sends the right message. I mean, is it a sustainability message? Yeah. Is it something with recycling? Is it something that bin night should be looking at in Australia? Well, well again, it's a cultural thing, HG. You know, for, for people in Australia, when, when Newington, for example, was sold, all the beds were left in the units because mm-hmm. it, it added value. If you had a bed that Thorpey slept in, oh. well, <laughs> see, it, it added value to the unit. You know, Kieran, Kieran Perkins slept in this bed. Well, again, but the Japanese don't see it that way. You know, they, they, we, we, I mean, I was discussing the other day, you know, for example, uh, uh, Stuart McSween, uh, the uh, the King Island King or the King of King Island, our 1,500-metre specialist. Um, I, I said, is this going to add value to this unit, having the King of King Island sleeping here? And they said, no, no, not at all. See, that bed, once he's finished with it, is going to be taken outside and burnt. That's why it's cardboard. You are there with the pole in hand and the bar set at gold medal height. It's time to shine on Dodging Armageddon. Yes, Roy, and people might like to get in touch with uh, us here in Japan uh, on Dodging Armageddon and put questions or ask opinions about things, and you can do so by simply uh, dialing up Roy and HG at abc.net.au. That's Roy and HG at abc.net.au. And the following have, Roy. Uh, yes, look, Perry's been in touch from Queensland. Uh, now, Perry says, I'm sure you're aware one of our major grocery stores is currently distributing collectible cards of our Olympic heroes with certain purchases. I have noticed this, and I've got a few of myself yes. uh, back home. Uh, if you spend over $30, you get so many cards of Olympic heroes. And Perry has obviously uh, received some of these cards. He says, after one such shopping trip, my three, three-year-old son eagerly opened up his new card, held it up and asked, Dad, who's this? Imagine my surprise to see none other than Aussie, Mar- Aussie golfer Mark Leishman and the words Olympic hero. <laughs> I was unaware that Mark Leishman had been elevated to the mantle of Olympic hero alongside the likes of Freeman, Thorpe and Fraser, but I'm grateful that, grateful that it afforded me the opportunity to bond with my young son about the legend of Leishman. Uh, I knelt down, put my hand on his shoulder and told him all about Leishman from short game, putty action... Club selection and, of course, Leishman Lager, which is that lager from Monday <laughs> night, night yes. you will recall. Uh, so so it, it's a fantastic thing, though. Uh, I, I assume Mark and Cam Smith are our representatives uh, in, in, the the, in the golf. And there's no reason why they couldn't come away heroes, HG. No, indeed. Uh, you know, I've got a um, pencilled in at long price for a bit of gold, but I've put $5 on it. Yes. And funny things happen in a golf mm. game in the Olympics. Now, coming to that, now, yes. Olympic heroes, yes, Olympic legends, heroes. I mean, there should be... But isn't be that a... great getting that in a supermarket? 
<laughs> I mean, who had that idea? I don't, I don't know. It's brilliant. I know. Now, what I was trying to get to is remember ages ago, there used to be, a, I think, a sailboarder. I don't think sailboarding's part of the Olympics anymore. Lars no. Klippich. Oh, Lars Klepich. Do yes. you think that Lars Klepich, in this scheme of things, should be elevated to Olympic legend? Yes. Do well, you know what well I, mean? I don't know about legend. That's a separate, that's a subset of hero, mm-hmm. isn't it? I mean, no one's suggesting Mark Leishman is a legend. He's a hero. Isn't right. He? Okay. Yeah, just I, by virtue of becoming an Olympian, I think, makes you an Olympic hero. Okay. That's but, the but I think if you, Yeah, if you come back with, you know, heaps of medals. Or if Leishman got gold, mm-hmm. uh, you would uh, you would imagine they would elevate him to to legend legend. And status. is there any levels in between? Oh, I don't think so, actually. No, well, any levels above? I don't like, know, but uh, it's something we could discuss with His Excellency the next time we bump into him. We certainly will. That would be fantastic. And I'd love to see an Australian mm. uh, scale. Oh yes. You remember in the old days? I think one of the prime ministers tried to get a new system of Aussie knights and dames going. Oh yes. Now, I'm just wondering if that we, Australia, through Kochi, could have its mm. own pecking order of Olympians. So, obviously, Thorpey and people like that would be at the... And the Lion of Athens would obviously oh, be at the very have. And Dawn. Yeah. Oh, Dawn, yeah. yeah. Goes there. Kathy, yeah. you know. Oh, yes. You yeah, know. So, there's a few... Herb. Things. Herb. Yeah. <laughs> now... Yeah. I, I think once you've... Uh, once you're identified by just one name, your first name, I think that makes you... An Olympic, uh, an Olympic dot, legend, dot, dot, dot. an Olympic legend. Mm-hmm. You know, but at this stage, if I said to you, "Well, Mark, what about Mark?" Eh, no. you don't automatically think leg- no. uh, Leishman, do you? No, and the other, no, that's true. <laughs> Unfortunately, the other golfer, Cam Smith, Cam. you always made, automatically think of a rugby league player. I know, so just a separate issue. Exactly, exactly. And that makes it much harder for this Cam because the other Cam is a dead set immortal <laughs> in waiting. And what other uh, emails have you got there? Oh, that's it for now, Oh, HG. that's it for now. Yep. So if you do want to get in touch with the show, royandhg at abc.net.au. Now, Roy, I noticed that uh, you've had to spend a lot of time with the Japanese organisers, mm. and I know what you've been talking about. You've been talking about STIP, the <clears throat> sanitizer total immersion process, which yep. would enable the Japanese people to come to these games. Yes, through the technique that you've developed for the rugby league community, yes, which has allowed huge crowds to come to uh, the, to, to see the games of rugby league, sure. How are you going with uh, addressing this uh, at okay. that level of the not, Japanese not, government? Look, not too badly because the the, the Japanese have taken to the sanitizer bath like a duck to water, HG, mm-hmm. because of their their bathing habits. Yeah, I know, I know. I thought they love being I wet. Yeah, yeah, they do. I mean, I mean, you've only got to have a you know a couple of sakis with someone, and the next thing you know, nude. they're nude in the bath, <laughs> covering themselves with water. Um, it's it's uh, it's it's got a name. I think it's called onsen baths or oh, something. Onsen, yeah, very hot. Onsen, yes, very hot. Oh, yes. Oh, it's so hot you can't get into it. That's it. That's mm-hmm. it. So you completely submerge. Are you heating the san- the sanitizer, the dead old sanitizer in there? I hadn't thought of that, but it's a great idea. You know, you could take it's it up. It's a great idea. To... I'd have to discuss it with the scientists to see if it doesn't uh, affect the, uh, oh, the quality, the quality of the, the, the sanitizer. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to boil that out. But uh, I think with the onsen HG, you, you have a shower before you get in the water. Mm. So you, you, you sit down on a rock and have a shower while you sit there and cleanse yourself with special, uh, un, you know, ointments, ointments and loofers and, and, and so on. All of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you hop into the water and submerge yourself until all your body is wrinkly. And then you get out 
and then you cover yourself with ice. Oh, wow. And then you shower again and then you get back in the hot water and then you for 10 minutes or so and then you get out and you cover yourself with ice again and then you have another shower and then you get into the sanitizer bath, then you get back into the bath, then you have a shower, then you dry off and then you're fine. Now, this is all working well, but our athletes are struggling with the idea that they have to turn up two and a half hours before any event because it's taking this long to get access to the venue. Now, your technique uh, eliminates a number of these steps, doesn't it? The, you have the I don't on. think you need any of the on-ten No, 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 nonsense. no, no, no that's what I, I haven't mean. said that to their faces. I wouldn't. I don't want to offend them. No. All I want is p- for people to get undressed, fine, hop in the sanitizer bath, Fine, get out, be happy to be hosed off, dry yourself, get dressed, get ready to compete. Now, I know you've been talking to Shinzo Abe's office. Uh, admittedly, he's not in charge of uh, the country anymore. It would have been yeah. handy if he'd hung on for a couple more years. Sure. But the, the, the information that I'm getting is that it does appear that <laughs> cracks are starting to appear in this no people at events mm. regime. Yes. And it could be that there could be a breakthrough by the end of about the third week of the Olympic Games. Oh, really? And and people will be able to come. Really? After the Games are over? I know. It's incredible. Whoa! It? Yeah. But I am seeing a, a bit of an upside to it, HG. I think, as a, you know, I was asked to, by His Excellency, to address the Olympic team the other day. You were there. It was a great, mm. great occasion. Great to catch up with everyone, including Andrew Hoy that we discussed mm. earlier. Um, and I was able to say to them that this was a great opportunity for introverted Quiet Australians, this is a game for introverts. It's not a game for your show ponies. No. They've had their games. They've had their games. I don't know how many bloody games they've had, but everyone. Millions. There haven't been any games for introverts, and this one is. So I said to them, if any of you are shy, retiring, anything like that, this is fine. This game is... Time to shine. It's your time to shine. So Mm. be as shy as you like, because there's going to be no one watching in the venues. Uh, But as I had to point out, when you get home, however, there will be a bit of a crowd about, so make sure you don't embarrass yourself with your shyness. It's very good advice, Roy. Very good advice. I think it is. And (laughs) because I look at the Equator Australians, you know, Jessica Hull, Ben Buckingham, Matthew Denny, you know, the discus thrower. These are players that don't trumpet themselves. No. No, no big heads. No big, big head. noting, no. No, no. no big noting at all. No. Sure, we know that there are some big noting Australians. We don't want to talk about them. They know who they are. We know who they are. But what I want to dwell on in this games are those forgotten heroes, those shy Australians that just put in, put in, and generally speaking, when given the opportunity, don't let us down and come back with a medal. I know, it's a fantastic story and we'll be looking forward and focusing on them over the next couple of weeks. And, of course, Dodging Armageddon is on, uh, well, let's face it, every day while the Games is on and you can pick it up as an app or on digital, ABC Digital or wherever you listen to the radio at 3 o'clock often uh, on local radio. So it's a big footprint that we're putting out there. Is it on digital radio, HG? I just mentioned that. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just wanted wanted the message to get through. And, of course, the podcast. Oh, the podcast. Yeah, but, might, but that's a digital no, no, experience I, as well, isn't it? It's a podcast, matter. and it's terrible to say to somebody who's listening to it on a podcast. Could I just podcast. say, before we wind up today, mm-hmm. HG, I've been watching Channel 7, and is it just me or are the images blurry? Well, I think... Is it blurry coverage? And do we blame Seven, you know, Andy Kay and that lot, or is it a problem coming out of Tokyo? 
Well, I get the feeling I get is the problem cost cutting in Tokyo. Is that it? One camera. Oh, you know, is that it? Set in probably complacency set in because because there are no crowds, no cameras. And on that telling point, dodge on, Australia. We'll uh, join you for every day that the Olympics are on right here, wherever you're listening to this, however you're listening to this, bye now.